This is Paul Nobles from Eat Perform. I am sitting here with special guest, Sarah <laughs> Storber Kumar. Sarah is one of the head poobahs in the coaching program, and she's obviously a familiar face within the forums. She's basically, I mean, is it okay to say that you're the Robin to April's Batman? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Sometimes so. I like to refer to it as like a two-headed dragon or, you yeah. know. That fits. Yeah. Yeah, we could just stop there. Two-headed <laughs> dragon, 100%. Um, so if uh, if you guys <laughs> don't know, this one's going to be pretty funny. <laughs> so so there's a lot of confusion right now, apparently related to, to Lifetime. I, I guess I'm going to address this in the podcast. Um I mean, I don't want to be rude to anyone, so, you know, somebody's asking the question, can you address meal planning today and services offered? Uh, I'm a lifetime member, I think, signed up for WAVE and paid for an annual membership at some point, too. Frankly, confused about the services offered, bought. What I've interested in since day one is meal planning. If you could touch on that, I would appreciate it. Well, we have a whole group um, that basically – allows you to work with coaches on meal planning. If you have any questions related to meal planning, we give a bunch of tips there. And uh, that's pretty much what is offered. If you had a question related to meal planning, and even if you wanted a coach to you know, meal plan a day for you, that's what we actually do each day. Uh, coaches run through what we eat. Um, it doesn't, it, it sounds like you actually have a one year membership, not necessarily lifetime. Lifetime is an additional offer. If you're new, yeah, this is probably a little confusing, but if, uh, if you've been around Eat to Perform for three months or so and you decide that, you know, hey, this is something that I really want to do, let's see. So, how do I get to that group? When I originally spoke with April, I was told that meal planning wasn't offered. I paid $99 for a lifetime wave. I, I don't know what you bought. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I really like to help you here, but I don't know what you would like me to do. Right. Because in, at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to do a podcast. I mean, I appreciate the fact that you bought something for me to perform, but I'm not going to be able to help you. So if you can just uh, email info at eatperform.com, we'll kind of get moving to the, the podcast that basically 50,000 people listen to each each. <laughs> so, so Sarah's a little nervous, you guys, because apparently yeah, thank you. she's never, uh, she's never done these things. Not three, three, four times a day. Right. Um, if you're not familiar with the coaching program, basically Sarah, myself, April, and roughly 14 other coaches, we all do these fairly often. And so this is not something that, that is new to Sarah by any stretch right. of So I'll just pretend it's a call. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And for some reason, her audio is a little weird. Um, hopefully we'll be able to work over it. But I thought of a fun way for us to kind of break Sarah away from her apparent shyness, right? Oh, yes. So what I thought was that the statue of limitations on our Grandview Lodge story is basically And so what I thought we could do is, you know, 
we'll get into the theme that we have later. Um, we have a couple topics that we wanted to talk about with you guys. But uh, the what I wanted to do is talk to you guys about uh, – well, first of all, I'll set the scene on what happened right after the Granite Games. Okay, so the idea was that myself, Sarah, Leone, and uh, Jordy, and Jordy, we were all supposed to go up to Grandview Lodge to kind of look over the place that we were going to rent for the Egypt Forum summer camp. So, <clears throat> Granite Games ends. Leone and Jordy come up to me and say, "Hey, Paul, you know." We're like young people, and we don't want to be with old people. And so we were wondering if it would be okay if we stayed here with Caitlin. And I was like, uh, okay. Actually, that's not what they said. That's not even close to what they said. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's funnier to say it that way. But and mind you, it's, it was a, what hour and a half drive? Yeah. In general, they, they picked Caitlin over Sarah and myself. Right? <laughs> so – so then what ends up happening now you have to you have to remember i've been with my wife since i was 19 years old i don't recall a time since i was 19 years old that i've been alone with another woman most of the businesses that i have you know, are essentially um you know with dudes you know so this is the first business where we've had you know a lot of women that you know work with me at each form and so the first thing i do is my wife's at the granite game she's ready to head home and i say hey look you know i need to talk to you about something real quick because we had something happen and i want to make sure that you kind of you know understand what's going on because i want to make sure that my wife was kind of cool with it so so much so that you know i at the time you know i asked sarah because she was taking pictures, and I was like, "Yeah, don't post those pictures because because Jordy and Leone aren't coming, and it could look weird or whatever, you know." But you you'll get where this is going because it gets funnier as we go. Um, and so I say to my wife, "I'm like, hey, look, you know, uh, Leone and Jordy decided to cancel on us, and so uh, Sarah and I are going to be going up to Grandview Lodge." Um, and, and we were, you know, you know, I wanted to make sure you didn't have a problem with that. And she goes, honestly, you should just send Sarah home, you know, and reschedule. And I mean, like my wife totally did not understand that this was like something that was going to be very hard to coordinate other than the time that we, we actually did it. But my wife wasn't thinking at all of the way that I was thinking that, Hey, I'm going to a hotel in Brainerd, Minnesota with one of the people that I eat to perform. And so, um, so I just wanted to make sure that my wife was kind of clear on it and stuff like that. And, and she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. That's fine. It's totally fine. So it was like no big deal at all. But, uh, so, so we start driving, um, to, to grab you last. I don't know if you remember, but, Oh, well, okay. I'm not going to say this part yet because it actually is part of the funnier story later on. Okay. Um, anything you want to contribute at this point? Because I'm sure Sarah's is going to be way funnier. Well, listen, I, for me, the other end of this was I, we had just met. This was the, our first face-to-face -face meeting. Absolutely. Coaching calls, and we joke around, you know, 
we've got a pretty fun chemistry anyhow, but I mean, you're my boss and it's the first time that I've met you and now I've got to sit in the car with just you for an hour and a half. You don't know that part, but that's what was going through my head. What you're thinking is like a total blessing, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, 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 I mean, what, what a lot of people don't realize about Equal Form is that, yeah, we've got like 60 people, but, but in general, we don't often meet up where, where, Never. yeah, previous to that, I mean, Jordy, you know, lived in Australia, you know, she comes to Minnesota, that's the first time we ever met, you know. Um, there's probably 30 people on the staff that I've never met. Yeah. And so, so we all meet and, you know, we're driving up to uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. You know, I had just done the Grand Games. You know, I think we did three events that day. So it was pretty tiring. You know, I was kind of wiped out. Oh, and I was sick. I was sick as a dog. Yeah, she was trying to get me sick. And she's like, I was trying me. to get you hand sanitizer. Yeah, no, like what people don't understand about hand sanitizers is those are the first people to die, right? Like it's gonna be it's gonna be cockroaches and me because I didn't use hand sanitizer. I was trying to save you because you were afraid of getting sick. No, and then she was giving me like all this voodoo medicine and stuff that she wanted me to take, and I'm like, yes. no, not that cam is voodoo medicine. Yeah, I'll just start I'll just start eating dirt and I'll be fine, you know. So <laughs> so we're driving we're driving. On, on the way to the the place, you know, you know, once again, you know, I must remind everybody that I have not known this person really for that long, and this is the first time we met in person. And so Jordy gave us an assortment of like cookies and things like this. Oh yeah, as kind of a you know treats from Australia for us to eat, right? And so I said, yeah, let's break some of those out, you know, um, on our way to Brainerd. But we've only got about a half hour before we, we get there. Right. So we still having, I think that was the first time I had those coffee crisps. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were amazing. Those, those things were amazing. Yeah. So, so, so I think we split like a coffee crisp. And then, you know, we had a Tim Tam. And then Sarah goes, you want some more Tim Tams? And I'm like. No, you know, let's, uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, having dinner in about 30 minutes. You know, let's just, let's just wait. Mm -hmm. and, and you said what? Are you calling me fat? <laughs> and honest to God, I mean, that blew me away. It still cracks me up to this day. Then what did you say? Yeah, I felt like you're, you're trying to make me piffle. Yeah, so, so then she's like, And then you told me not to ruin our dinner. But that's what you said to me. You're like, you're going to ruin. It's going to be a nice dinner when we get there. I was like, are you calling me fat? <laughs> like, I am not piffling. I don't care what we, I don't care. All the great, everybody wants to piffle. I'm not piffling again. I'm done. Oh, my God. I, mean, I have another cookie, Sarah. It's, it still cracks me up. We'll ruin our dinner. I mean, you have to imagine the scenario where you've only known someone for literally 45 minutes and you're having, you're having you, this. Yeah. You were in Sarah Shack. You no, really were. Yeah, I was totally, I'm still in shits. I'm still in Sarah Shack right now. Um, but for those that don't know Eat to Form, um, Piffle is performance focused fat loss phase. It's basically, um, 
you know, mostly what we're doing is kind of setting people up to not diet the majority of the time. And so these short periods, you know, which we refer to as performance focused fat loss phases, they're able to get more um, specific results. And that's a little bit of Russ's question earlier. One of the reasons why we offered lifetime is we wanted people to be able, I mean, we've always wanted people to be able to be very patient with each perform, right? And so part of the idea with lifetime was that we could take people through multiple phases of performance-focused fat loss, and then they can obviously see the results that, that they want to see. So, so she cracks me up laughing with that. Um, we, you know, well, first of all, you're a CrossFitter, but somehow you had me like pick up your, your, your. You were my bellboy. Yeah. Like I had to bring her luggage. I don't know what happened to functional fitness that day. You know, I was so sick. I was sick as a dog. She played it us up the whole time. You know, I'm sick and she coughed in her hand. <laughs> you know, can you do my luggage? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, um. I don't know what Illinois women are like, but in Minnesota, you know. Get out of town. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's right. talk about what Minnesota men are like. I don't yeah. know. They're just. Well, being... Toothbrush. Is it okay for me to have another glass no. of wine? Uh, you're, you're, oh. you're going ahead. Of, you're going. You're getting ahead of the story. Okay. Fine. So, so basically, I don't have any luggage to bring up, and we'll tell you guys a little bit more about that. Let's see. Lori's asking. Why isn't Sarah in costume? Oh my goodness! I asked. He he's told me no. The Sarah wants to be in costume for like every coach's call. Then of course, you know, on, on Halloween day, you know, like there's just no saying no. And so I show up to the I show up to the call, and like everybody on the call is in a Halloween costume with Sarah, um, except for me, obviously. That's okay. We bring the fun. You bring the brains and all the talk and conversation and making. I hope. I hope. Long endurance, of course, a long endurance. I bring the long endurance. I do not bring the brains. That's why we hired Mike Nelson and Brad Dieter. <laughs> um, but, but so so anyway, so so I'm lugging. You know, I mean, I, I just did a three day competition, so I'm lugging. <laughs> I'm laughing because she's supposedly sick. So I'm lugging her up these stairs, which you know, of course, you know, wasn't that big of a deal. But we, um, I have a great picture of that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The um, so so anyway, we go down to dinner, and all kidding aside, I mean, if you get a chance to eat at this place for dinner, you should because we both had a really good meal, right? Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, the I, I have to say that was the you know after you know it's kind of weird when you go to these competitions, um, you can't always like control what you eat, you know. So right. I mean, there was a lot of pancakes at Perkins type stuff, and right. so to be able to kind of have a a salad, a steak, you know, that was that was all covered really, in butter. It was covered in butter. Um, yes, I was not feeling. Yeah, those little those little biscuit things. Remember how good those were? Oh, those are so good. Um, but it was kind of weird because you know, like I said, uh, you know, I mean, here I am having dinner. You know, um, normally this would be my wife in this situation. <laughs> but we we had a great conversation. Honestly, I, I mean, all kidding aside, 
you know, getting to know Sarah, getting to know anyone in that situation, very personal, would be kind of nice. And, and we were able to share some stories and kind of have a good time. And and yeah. uh, not, not all of those would, would make for as much fun as what is about to be said. Um, <laughs> so, so Sarah, so Sarah. Um, you just want to have a Sarah roast, don't you? No, I'm no, you know, I'm just letting everybody know what your personality is like. Oh, okay. You know, so um, we leave the dinner, right? We're going to walk the grounds um, just to kind of see what it's like. And, uh, you know, we walk around. It's a really beautiful place. I mean, when people get there, it's going to be just unreal. You know, I, I think I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised with the venue. but. Sarah, you know, has a glass of wine from dinner, and we, at that point, I don't have my luggage because I forgot my luggage. My wife brought it home. Oh, that was so funny. And so, so I said, uh, you know, I need to get a toothbrush. And so we go to the front desk, and I say, you know, uh, I forgot my luggage. <clears throat> I need a toothpaste and a toothbrush. And the woman goes, that'll be $4. Um, it was like slow motion. As this was happening, though, as you were asking her, and she was coming to the counter to respond, I felt like I was watching this happening. And I knew what was going to happen. I, it was like slow motion. Yeah. All I could think was, please don't, lady. Well, please. But, so, Sarah, like, basically, I start pulling – out my wallet to give this woman four dollars you know and i start talking and sarah basically puts her hand up to like tell me to shut up right and turns to this woman and she's like we're not paying four dollars i did not say that i don't know tell, tell them what you said because i mean it was it was it was really funny. i said her i well, asked don't, her. don't tell don't tell them the part about how much it costs are you really going to charge him for a toothbrush? Are you really going to charge him for a toothbrush? We're actually here on a tour. It's complimentary because we are having some 200 odd people stay at your resort um, in the summer. So this is kind of our sample. Are you really going to charge him for that toothbrush? That's okay, so I need to stop you for a second. Like this woman, she has no, she has, she has no nothing to do with the four dollars. She doesn't like walk away with the four dollars. All I could think at the time was, I can't believe this is happening to me. This woman is now going to crush Eat to Perform. She's going to tell everybody these Eat to Perform people are going to show up, and it's going to be a totally awful experience. So then I make one of the biggest, <laughs> the biggest mistakes. I have ever made, and I will truly, I will truly say, I totally did this. <laughs> it was so, it was totally funny. So, so tell them what I did at that point. So she, she's responding. She's, she's just saying, you know, she, she has to. She doesn't have a choice. And I'm looking at Paul, and I'm holding my wine glass. His eyes went right to my wine glass. I looked at him and I said, "Are you looking at my glass of wine?" Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't even lie. 
I couldn't even no. that boy. <laughs> I totally did. I, I was, was like, you know what? There's a reason I am single because I can make the rules. What happens with my wine glass, where I take it? I don't, that was not the wine talking. That was customer service talking. The, be, the best part, the best part of this, and, and I agree that it, it probably, they probably shouldn't be charging me. They probably shouldn't be charging anyone, you know, because no. the majority of the time, yeah, the majority of the time, if you leave your toothbrush and, and toothpaste. I mean, then it's not a Motel 6. People are yeah. paying a lot of money. It's, it, it was a pretty nice place. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, the, uh, but, you know, from my standpoint, I was like, well, you know, I'd rather pay the $4 than, mm -hmm. than. Well, sure kind of have this hassle then you have to you know, borrow my toothbrush yeah and i didn't want uh i, I don't know what you just said there, <laughs> um but the uh we definitely wouldn't go there um but yeah so so it was now i just want to remind everybody at this point mm -hmm. that i've known sarah literally for two and a half hours at this point like in real life <laughs> you know um and and, and we've had this experience so what i did at, at that point just to kind of end the story is i went up to my room and i ate my tim tams by myself <laughs> um, and so so yeah that was pretty funny um so so now that that sarah feels totally comfortable oh great yeah we start talking about the themes that we agreed to talk about and one of the things Sarah um, wanted to mention that for a lot of people, in the coaches course at least, and I think this is probably true for um, just regular eat four members as well, is that um, rest tends to be something that when you add it into the mix, really makes a big difference. And, you know, we've got a lot of people that are uh, starting to use their athletes and they're starting to see the value of it, though, you know, um, kind of funny little secret here. I did uh, do an interview with the owner of iFleet, and so you guys will probably be seeing that webinar out there. Um, we don't always uh, publish all of the coaches course stuff. In this case, we will because um, a lot of e four members are starting to use iFleets. Obviously, I'm a fan of the technology. So talk a little bit about what happens with people and using rest as a way of, you know, not having to have calories, keeping stress low, things of that nature. Right. So what we what we find um, over and over again, and I think we've all fallen into that. I know I, I used to be a six-day-a-week CrossFitter. Um, and people don't realize if you if you pull back and take additional recovery days, we we also like to call them badass recovery days, um, where you're allowing your body to recover. That's kind of part of the key to dropping body fat. Even if you're not trying to cut, let's say you're you're doing your normal, you know, TDEE building up, you can still drop body fat gradually. By making sure you're integrating your recovery days throughout your training, and then going to a recovery day, and then training. So let me get let me give you a, a real life example. So I was talking to a client today, and 
um, she has been using her HRV for about two weeks. And so I asked her, I said, what's your best HRV day? And so HRV is sort of like, um, what is it? Is golf low score or high score? I don't even know. I should, I should probably know that. Golf low. The lower it is, the Okay, so it's the opposite. So basically, the higher you go, the better, right? right. The highest I've seen, ironically, is my wife. Um, she's 102. So um, in the case of this woman, I asked her what was the highest she's seen, and she says 96, right? So she's has the 96 on the HRV. And I said, well, what's your lowest? And I believe that she said 68. She might have said 71. I, you know, there's a lot of numbers. But the difference between 96 and 68 is like the difference between, you know, being healthy and having the flu. Right. <laughs> and so she's had like these major, major swings. And so we started talking a little bit on, you know, what she can do to get better. and. You know, she was walking me through like her, you know, I work out five times a week, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, suggested to her, I was like, hey, look, you know, one more rest day, I think would make a really big difference for you. And in fact, you know, I used my wife as the example, you know, of course, Sarah knows this because like. <laughs> or Vicky. There is a million Vicky examples. She yeah. should only know how popular she is. Oh, she, she definitely knows how popular she is, you know, mostly because of, because of you. But um, I love Vicky. But the reason why my wife's at 102, um, she actually complains about it because she's not able to, you know, get to CrossFit as often as she would like. But because of that, you know, she's recovered most of the time. And so that's why she gets these really good numbers. Um, and actually, I, I have hooked her into long endurance. Oh, you did. Yeah. So, so I've got her, well, she, we, we have a little bit of a compromise. And so, so You're hiking sort of moved into the hiking thing yeah. um, where with weighted hikes, but as an example, so the gal that I was talking to today that had a 96, that's like having money in the bank, right? Mm -hmm. And so that 96 allows you to work out at 100%. Okay, so now all of a sudden, you're on four to five hours sleep, you're working out at 68, you're basically, it's sort of like, you know, making an investment with very little money, right? At 96, you got a lot of money in the bank, you know, you're going to be able to get a good return. In the case of the 68, there's no money in the bank, no sleep, you go work out, essentially, there's right. going to be no adaptation. And that's really the whole point. And this is one of the reasons why we emphasize getting better at exercise so much. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want to be able to stress the system enough. So in, in some instances, you know, like normally mine's not as high as 96. I, you know, I've seen 92, 94 sometimes. Mostly I'm high 80s. Right. But when I, I mean, right now I'm sick and I was a 76. Right. So you, you kind of see like the difference between 88 and 76 is only 12, right? 96 and 68, you know, it's 30. That's a big, big difference. So you want your swings to be a little bit lower. But for HRV, as an example, they basically have green for go, 
you know, amber for caution and then red for stop. And, you know, like Simon was saying today, he was like, well, I have worked out when it's been red a few times and virtually every single time I've regretted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And <clears throat> I think that that's sort of a lesson that we all need to understand a little bit better that we, if we're, if we add smarter to the equation, harder is more effective. That's sort of the point. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's what I think Sarah is really talking about when she talks about adding rest day. Because, you know, what I think happens for people, I mean, there's two things going on. There's, you know, when you are, let's say that you're in a performance-focused fat loss phase, right? So your calories are a little bit lower than you normally would be. That's essentially stress, okay? And so your body is going to, maybe need a little bit more time to recover when you're not giving in that's kind of part of the process. So asking your body to draw from your body fat reserves is going to be a little bit stressful. When you exercise, that's also stress. So to combat that, you need to what? You need to rest, you know? And so that's the only way for you to properly adjust. So let me give you an example of what ends up happening when you don't use rest adequately, you just stress your system all the time, basically becomes like a cortisol cocktail, and you will lose muscle in that process. Mm-hmm. And so that's not the kind of adaptation that you want. And so part of what we're trying to kind of walk people through is getting away from sort of this mentality where one, you know, they're eating super low most of the time, but also, you know, they're always trying to, you know, go harder all the time. Right. Now, that said, I do think a lot of people do have a problem that they don't go hard enough, right? Mm-hmm. But but once again, that's that's similar equation to this. If you're at 60% all the time, you're not going to be able to go hard enough, you know? I know for myself, you know, Sarah's going to joke joke at me, but um, are we going to talk long endurance? My long endurance day. You long know. endurance sometimes is fifteen minutes of rowing, and then sometimes it'll be a fifteen minute run, and then maybe I'll get on the airdyne for another I don't know fifteen minutes. Oh, I'm I'm all that through. I'm way more advanced than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, the other day. Uh, you know, I was kind of playing because it was it was a rest day for me, so my calories didn't need to be that high. I was relatively low carb, um, you know, for me, which is probably like 200 grams of carbs. And I went into my run the next day and basically just didn't have it. You know, I ended up stopping around 11. I was going for 18 miles that day. And, you know, now, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, 11 still a lot. 11 is not a lot when you were going for 18. 11 is kind of disappointing when you were going for 18, but I know why it happened. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm still kind of trying to figure out what the, whether this is an allergic reaction or I'm actually sick. Oh. But, but if I am sick, 
it's another illustration of how stress upon stress upon stress right. is an applause. You know, if I had eaten a little bit more on Thursday, maybe I get to go to all 18 miles, right? right? But because I didn't, now I put added stress on my system and made things harder down the road. Right. And so for me to adapt to that exercise, you know, it's going to take a while for me to recover. So now here I am, you know, kind of, you know, when you're under stress, your immune system is compromised. And so that could potentially be one of the reasons why I'm not feeling 100%. Right, you're so, a walking cortisol cocktail. Yes, and so so that was the other topic that we were <laughs> a walking cortisol cocktail. <laughs> the, the April's not this sassy. That's that that's the that's the key to this whole deal. You are welcome. <laughs> but so so that kind of segues us into how you deal with being sickness, and you know we have talked about this um, in the past with April and I, but it, it's something that I think is really important as you're doing it because right now, and, and there's very various different ways you get sick, right? But right now, this is why I think it's a, an allergic reaction. Yesterday when I would sneeze, it was sort of like there was, like my whole head was hollow. Ugh. And like the the sneeze hurt so much, uh -huh. and so so that's what made me think it was more allergies related. Um, but this yeah. is the season, though. I mean, this is the season that you know uh, everybody starts getting whatever's going around. You'll probably tease me, but actually, it wasn't anything related to something outside. I have a really bad dust allergy. And, Aww, you poor baby. See that—that's what it—that's what it's like, you know. Like, like I'm the guy in charge, and I get teased like this. Are you allergic to the dust bunnies? Yes, I am. So we were we were moving our television from downstairs to upstairs, and so there was a lot of dust being cleared, a lot of dust in the air. So that's what I'm kind of thinking might might have been the issue. But here's the point. The point is that, one, people, well, there's a couple things. Okay, so so first of all, we talk about being bloated a lot, and we talk about being um, dehydrated. Essentially, when you go low carb, as an example, you're essentially pulling a lot of the water out of your body unnecessarily. And a lot of people want to think that that's fat. Is it muscle? I don't think it's really muscle. You're just kind of pulling all the water out of your muscle, right? So you always want to have like that, that kind of balance. But the argument that we always make is that you're better off bloated than you are dehydrated because you're not going to be near as good an athlete dehydrated, right? So in the last two days, um, I've worked really hard to eat enough carbs eat enough calories throughout the day. Um, and I mean, I just literally can't keep enough food in and, and I've had a lot of water. That's the other thing too. People will have water. There's a reason why your body really likes drinking orange juice when you're sick, you know, 
first of all, you've got the carbs. You're going to be able to um, – your body is going to be able to it, – it, it makes the – the carbohydrates makes the hydration more bioavailable in your lower intestine, and so it gets to the places that it needs to go. So when I'm drinking water, like right now I have water with a non-tab in it. And so um, throughout this day, like uh, for dinner, I had faux, which I took the picture and posted it in slot. Um, but that's got rice noodles in it. It's got salt in it. Obviously a lot of water. I mean, right now, you know, basically all I'm trying to do is keep my body hydrated. And if I didn't do that, what I would end up doing is just keeping myself sick for a prolonged period of time. Right. Because, you know, my body is using a lot of the fluids because I'm sick. Um, replacing that is a real key to, to kind of getting better relatively quickly and you didn't work out today right paul what now right you didn't work out today you don't want to go push it like, oh i'm hydrating i'm got all this sodium so now i can go lift yeah i mean i i think you know one of the best things that i've learned um over the last you know eight nine years is that you know working out six sick is like a waste of time now you know, is there an argument for maybe going for a walk? Yeah. You know, is there an argument for doing some things at house in the house? I mean, maybe, you know, I mean, right now I feel like 40%, you know, so I'm not working out. Right. But if I was feeling like 65%, you know, something like that, maybe I would jump on the Airdyne. We have, I have an Airdyne at my house. So I might jump on the Airdyne for 15 minutes at a relatively low pace just so I feel like, you know, I'm staying in the game a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Vicky will often make the argument that, you know, you sort of need to sweat it out. And I do think that there is a little little something to that. Um, and so, you know, I mean, once you get back to 85 90%, I think you should go to the gym, you know. Right. But once, you know, once again, I mean, if you have a knife lead, it will give you this information. I mean, yesterday I was 71. I was amber. I don't know how the hell I was amber because I was like, you know, death on wheels. Yeah. Um, today I was better. You know, I was a 76 and a red. Um, now, here's the interesting thing about about HRV. And, and once again, we go, go through it in depth um, in the webinar with Simon. But... What happens with HRV? Okay, so so HRV is 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 basically heart rate variability. We've talked about it a number of times. You know, I just don't know who's listening to what and when, right? So I'm just gonna kind of do a short recap. So basically, you do an EKG and it's got the little bump. Well, in between, there's a lot of little things going on, and that's what HRV is measuring. And you know, the more you know variable it is um the 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 worse your recovery is um the more stable the the lines are the more you're recovered right that's probably the most simplistic way to say it and i have to tell you guys like you'll watch this thing and it was really hard to kind of like um nerd interpret because i mean it's not <laughs> 
like Simon and Mike are like really smart people. And so like for me to, you know, that's sort of my role. I mean, I had to say to, to, to both these guys, I'm like, look, you know, I have to like break this down to like the simplistic things. Cause I know for myself, you know, it, it, it gets hard to follow at times. And so, um, but what ends up happening Okay, you're really looking at accumulated stress. So as an example, I might have been a red this morning based on the day previous where, you know, I was having a hard time breathing. Um, you know, I wasn't feeling 100%. I sleep. I'm more recovered. But it shows up as a red because of the day previous I was stressed. So a lot of times there's a delay. Another example I would use is on, on my long endurance days, a lot of the times I'll wake up a little bit early um, the next day for various reasons. Like I'll be a light, uh, more of a light sleeper as my body starts to adjust to the stress. So I'll wake up and I'll do my HRV and it's fine, you know. But like the manual things that, that I input in, you know, I'm like, yes, I'm sore. Yes, yeah. I'm sore. right. Yeah. So, so my HRV, I think the day after I did it was like 84, which is pretty good. 84 and green. The very next day, you know, it was really super low because obviously I hadn't slept better. So a lot of times it is a little bit delayed. And what's nice about this, it seems somewhat intuitive, but it isn't always intuitive, right? And so you think, well, <clears throat> couldn't I just do this if I took more rest days and stuff like that? Well, yeah, you could, right? But um, I think it is more helpful. I know when I first started doing HRV was about three or four years ago, and it totally changed the way that I was working out. Like Sarah was talking, I was three on, one off, six days a week, and I was working at 60, 60% a lot. And so... When we talk about rest and we talk about working out with when you're sick, um, these are just things that are sort of unnecessary. And I think they're carryovers from earning your food. I, I honestly do. I'm just gonna oh, call yeah. I'm just gonna call it like it is. Absolutely. You know, we all like to eat, but if you look at the last two days, okay, when you're sick, your metabolism is going to naturally increase because your body is going to want to recover, right? So everything upregulates to try and make you healthy. And so if you're not giving your body, you know, what it needs, you know, to recover, essentially you're just finding a way to stay sick. You know, yeah. so keep that in mind as, as you kind of go from there. So those are the two topics we were going to cover. We do have like 11 minutes. If anybody has any questions, is there anything that, that um, you want to make fun of me on in the next 11 minutes or, some amazing story that you want to share? Amazing. Oh. Obviously, Halloween at um, – what, what's your CrossFit name again? Marshall CrossFit? Yeah. Halloween was fun. We had our party Friday night, and um, it was a lot of fun. We had people, um, people coming from SLOT. Um, like, it's always nice to have local ETPers. We don't get that opportunity all the time. That that was a lot of fun. 
uh, people making special trips out there. It sort of annoys me that you get the full eat to perform experience and you're meeting all these eat to performers and stuff like this. I go to my gym and they are currently doing a paleo challenge. I shit you not. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so like everybody's miserable. It's really funny though. Cause like Vicky and I are coming in, you know, um, and you know, we're obviously not doing a paleo challenge. Yeah. And um, I mean, everybody's I'm like killing everybody in the wads because oh, yeah. no, yeah. Vicky, Vicky, especially right now, her strength gains have been just unreal. Yeah. And, um, you know, all the gals in the gym are like, what program are you doing? What program are you doing? And so <laughs> she's doing a program that she got from Andy and Chris, uh -huh. but it really isn't the program. I mean, it's the fact that she's eating food. Right. You know? and, and they're not, you know. Totally. Um, yeah. And so, but yeah, I mean, like, there really is no, you know, no local gym, you know, yeah. that, um, you know, we, we had a relationship and we still have a number of those people, um, from, uh, shoot, I, I, I'm, I'm not, this is the best example. I mean, I'm like stammering through this, Aww. but, um, but we, we had, we had a relationship with the gym across town. We're still very cool with those people, Kate yeah. and those guys. Um, <clears throat> but, but yeah, like, um, at some point, I'm gonna have to get my own gym. I think you know, just to. I think that would be fantastic here in Chicago. Yeah, the um, no, like you guys yeah. are. Totally, I mean, I hated Chicago. Hated really? Chicago, and and until I met you guys, and and now I'm starting to feel like, you know, I'm yeah. really really missing the boat because there's just so many eat performers there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, so people don't seem to be overly um, sherry at this point. So okay. since I'm not feeling 100%, I'm just going to shut this down. I appreciate everybody being here. Hopefully this story came off fairly well on, on the podcast. We're going to get like a million negative reviews. I don't know why these guys are talking about their trips. <laughs> oh, yeah, do this again. Yeah, there you go. What was the, the – the um what the the typing thing yeah the kangaroo fighting um for the people that don't know that are listening to itunes we also do this show on youtube so um <laughs> so you can hear about my stories um driving to grandview lodge with Sarah. yeah it was definitely memorable to say the least yes no that whole weekend was a lot of fun it was we got to meet up with everybody definitely going to become uh, kind of an annual trip. Actually, uh, we definitely need to make sure that we get you guys set up for Greensboro because my guess is, see, I'm sort of thinking that you guys are handling that. Yes, I am. And then you guys are thinking that I'm handling it. Yeah. Um, um I have, I have the contact for that. We're, um, have to figure that out. Yeah. So, so, so Sarah and April are planning on being in Greensboro, North Carolina. I think it's like January 19th or something. Yep. It's the same uh, weekend as um, the ECC. ECC, which mm -hmm. um, I'm sort of planning on going to. You know, we haven't really done a lot. of. I have to talk to Caitlin about that. But um, yeah. so, so Caitlin and I, in theory, will be in Boston. And then Sarah and uh, April will be. Yep in uh greensboro if you know i might come visit you guys in greensboro instead you know it's 
to be a lot of fun. You yeah. know, I mean, duh. Obviously, you gals have a good time, that's for sure. So I appreciate everybody being here. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry that we, we didn't really have a whole lot of time for topics and stuff like that, but we didn't have a – let's see. Hold on one second. We did have one question. Um, what's happening in Greensboro? It's like a um, fitness competition. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, but it's a wide, it's a CrossFit thing, right? I, I think it is. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. so the, the guy actually reached out to me like a long time ago, mm -hmm. like a really nice guy yes. to be involved, um, and have each form have a presence there. So yeah. really excited about that. Really excited about really the next year. Um, you know, it's not really a secret, but you know, we're going to be doing the first Eat Perform Open. Actually, at Sarah's Gym is one of three locations that's actually doing that. We might we might be able to add a couple locations in between that time, but um, for the most part, uh, the you know to enter, you just need a video submission. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a misunderstanding about video submission. I just want people to post like a fifteen minute video, a fifteen second video. That's fun, right? Yeah. It's not to be judged. And yeah. it doesn't have to be all of your lifts and stuff like that. It's really, you know, really more of a thing just to kind of everybody as a community go out there and have a good time. You know, the nice thing about the powerlifting total, everybody can do it. You know, right. you, you can do it at low weight. You can, you know, do Doug Staley weights. You know, you can do all kinds of things. Yeah. And so. That'll be exciting. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be really cool. And, and. What I think we're going to find is that every two months we'll do these at, you know, eat form approved gyms mm -hmm. and, um, you know, similar to, uh, what Sarah does at her gym, you know, eat formers will meet up there and hopefully we can find a local place. I actually do have a local gym. Um, they're sort of dragging their feet. So I'm going to reach out to them. You should but, probably come out to Chicago. Well, I, I told you I'm going to be coming out to Chicago. Don't say why I'm coming out to Chicago. <laughs> they, um, but they, they, they just have, like, a really foul name for a CrossFit event. Um, but <clears throat> I, do, I do have a local gym, actually, where we are hoping, hoping to host the powerlifting total, even if it's just, like, a number of us, you know, 10 of us getting together and having a good time. So I appreciate everybody being here and we will see you guys next week. Talk to you. you won't see me next week. You'll see Brad and April next week because awesome. I'm going to a concert with my daughter. Oh, awesome. Which one? Uh, neck deep. Oh yeah. I bet your son would like neck deep. Yes. I remember he does. Seems like his game. Like, I think that your son and my daughter kind of. I think they would, yeah. Yeah, they swim in the same. Yeah, he's off singing Rocky Horror right now. Actually, that's where I'm headed is to go pick him up from his theater. <laughs> doing, doing the parent thing. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye for now.